how to make friends and network with people. The power of connection can turn your business from a one-man operation into a multi-billion dollar industry. Today's episode is brought to you by Social Pilot. Automate all of your social media presence from a single, easy-to-use dashboard to find out how much time you can save with a simple tool. Head to servenomaster.com backslash socialpilot. Are you tired of dealing with your boss? Do you feel underpaid and underappreciated? If you want to make it online, fire your boss and start living your retirement dreams now. Then you've come to the right place. Welcome to Serve No Master Podcast, where you'll learn how to open new revenue streams and make money while you sleep. Presented live from a tropical island in the South Pacific by best-selling author Jonathan Green. Now, here's your host. When I first left my job behind, or was fired from my job really, and started working for myself, I never wanted to be fired again. I never wanted to have that vulnerability. And what I thought that meant was I could work for myself, work in my basement, work, build a business online, and never have to talk to another person again, never have to deal with another person again in a business sense, so I'd never be vulnerable. But the reality is working online actually means interacting with people, partnering with people, forming connections, forming affiliate relationships, JV relationships, partnerships, far more and with far more handshake level trust than we do in other environments. So it actually is much more dependent upon the relationships we form and your ability to network is a massive part of that. Now I talk about networking extensively in my book. I have an entire course on networking and I want to share with you a lot of the key steps about networking so you can start to develop the skill right now. And networking is really built upon being a good friend and kind of understanding friendship dynamics. So the more you understand how to be friends, the more you understand the elements of a good friendship, loyalty, trustworthiness, empathy, the easier it will be for you to transition to great networking. But I really want to just kind of cover the nitty gritty with you right now and kind of focus on the key parts that can help you get promotions at work, help you form business relationships, and help you find mentors and partners to surround yourself with so you can achieve very quick success building your own business. Networking is really built upon favors. So once you master friendship, once you kind of understand friendship, the next level is understanding how favors work. And most people, we think of favors as almost like a scoreboard. You do someone a favor, you know, a small, medium, or big favor, and you go, okay, they owe me a favor of equal or greater size. And we keep track of everyone we've done a favor for. And eventually, we start calling those favors and say, hey, you owe me a favor, I did this for you. And you can only have a small social circle because if you know too many people, you do too many favors, you can't keep track of everything. And eventually, you have to start writing all your favors in a book, like a bookie, keeping track of all the bets you've taken. And it can become a major part of your life, an overwhelming part of your life that's very distracting. And you start to forget if someone owes you a favor and all these things and you get more stressed out about it and it becomes really intense. And I've seen people on both sides of a favor with this mindset and it really damages their ability to form relationships and especially form networking and financial relationships. I've done a favor for someone who has this scoreboard mentality, this tracking, this keep track of your favors mentality. And they owe me a favor now. That's how they see it. They think, okay, I owe Jonathan a favor. And the, the favor's big. If I do him something big, I help him get a job. I help him kind of f find a big project or form a big partnership. 
and they feel like they can never pay back the favor that big. And the guilt starts to eat at them, and so they terminate their relationship with me. They end a relationship because the person did them a big favor. I see this all the time, not just with people who've done favors to me, but I see in other situations. It's very common. Okay, so whether you're giving out favors or receiving a big favor, if you have this mindset, it can really hurt your relationships. Because if your mindset is, I'm tracking favors, and you think the other person is as well. And so when they do you a big favor, like, oh man, I owe this guy a big favor. I got to think of something. I can't think of anything. I feel like I'm in debt. It feels like a form of indentured servitude or that the person is always going to hold this debt over you and you have to pay them back like you owe a bookie money. And that's what it feels like when you create this mindset. So whatever side of it you're on, if you think of them as a finite resource, think of favors as a limited resource, you could run out of favors and you have to pay back favors in equal value. You have to track all the favors you do and you treat it like a currency, you're always going to struggle. And that's the wrong mindset. I read this amazing book, Never Eat Alone, and it taught me a decade ago. I read it so long ago. It's so good. And it's one of the best things I ever learned. It was something I was already starting to practice, but it really helped kind of crystallize the language of it, that favors are a muscle. So the more favors you do, the better you get at it. I do favors for people all the time. Just last week, one of my friends said, hey, a project fell through and I need to make, a, I need to make like $3,000 in the next week in order to pay my mortgage. Do you know anyone who's looking for something I can work on? It's lower than my normal rate, but I just need some work on a project. I said, no problem. Let me message everyone I know. And I did it. And I actually found him a couple of opportunities. I don't know uh, what they paid out. I said, I'll do some introductions to people that are looking for work, but I don't want to be in the middle of someone's negotiations for work or a project. And I don't expect anything in return. I'm not expecting him to do anything for me. This is someone who actually sent me work a year ago. Okay, with no expectation that I would return the favor. It just happened to be when there was an opportunity, I immediately jumped on it. And I only remembered actually after I started messaging people that he'd actually sent some work my way a year ago. So the favor did come back, but it wasn't intentional. It wasn't based on tracking. When you get to that mindset of doing as many favors as you can, the way you want to track is think about how many favors you've put into the universe as a total and how many are coming back to you. So instead of thinking I've done one to person one, three to person two, four to person three, instead just think, okay, I've done seven favors. I've done six favors. I've done put all these favors into the universe. And they're really like seeds. The more favors you put out into the universe, the more amazing things and more favors will come back into your life, the more opportunities for wealth. And that's where the real value comes from. So I never track how many favors I've done for individual people. And you might be thinking, hey, this turns you into a sucker. People can get you tons of favors for them. Yeah, I don't notice compared to how I used to be. It takes me a lot longer to notice if I do favors for someone and they don't do anything back. But I do notice if I ask someone to do a small favor for me and they act weird. Some people will ask me to do you know, $20,000 worth of favors for them. And then I ask them if, hey, can you pick me up at the airport? And they say no, right? It's like a favor that's 20 minutes of their life. For me, if I ask you to pick me up at the airport, it's there's a reason I'm asking for it. And if you say no, it definitely, to me, is a sign, hey, I shouldn't do favors for this person anymore because they won't do something small for me. So I do notice eventually, but at the same time, I'm not as emotionally invested in someone doing favors back for me. So when I, someone is kind of trying to take advantage or whatever and has that mindset, I notice eventually and then I just cut them out of my life. But it doesn't affect me emotionally. I don't think about it ever again. 
That's the beauty of this mindset. I go, all the favors I did for that person are favors I put into the universe. Other people will pay them back to me. And sometimes favors come back months or even years later. Like Jim talked about in his interview. He did a favor for someone and it came back like five or six years later. And it's the reason he's making millions of dollars. One of the main reasons is these little positive things he put out into the world. And I do this all the time. So if you can transition your mindset into thinking, hey, I'm going to do favors for people all the time without an expectation, that's very valuable. The key part really is removing that expectation and not thinking about it that way. One of the first things I used to teach when I was teaching people about dating, you know, I've written books for men and women about dating. My most successful book about dating is for women. That's probably the biggest thing I've ever written. And one of the things that I, I teach men and women in dating over and over again is that in our culture, we don't understand what a compliment really is. See, a compliment is where I say something nice to you without an expectation of anything in return. Unfortunately, people, especially in the dating environment, like a guy will walk up to a woman and say, wow, I really like your dress or you're so beautiful. And then he'll stand there waiting for her to say something back. She has to say thank you or she has to say, oh, I like this about you, right? We're expecting a form of parody. That's not a, a compliment. A real compliment is when you say, wow, that dress looks amazing, and then you walk away. So you're not expecting anything in return. If you expect someone to say thank you, you expect someone to do something, you're giving them an obligation. It's the same thing with birthday presents. When you give someone a present for a birthday or Christmas, and they don't do what you wanted them to do with it, and you're unhappy by the way they act. Like if you give someone a car, and then they sell the car because they needed the money to make rent or something like that, and you go, hey, I gave you a car, and you didn't use it the way I wanted you to do you're saying, hey, I didn't give you a present. I gave you something with rules or strings attached. I wanted you to follow those rules. So you need to remove that thinking from your life as far as your gift giving, your complimenting, and your favoring. Anytime we do things for other people, the more we can remove our expectation, the more successful we'll be. When I do favors for people, I don't think about the return on investment. It's too overwhelming. My network is way too large. So I don't have time for that. I don't have that mindset. And I can tell you right now, some favors in my life, they come back years later. My relationship with Jim is almost 10 years, and he never does interviews. I couldn't believe he actually said yes, he would do an episode of my podcast. You don't know how unbelievably rare that is to even connect with him, okay? Something unbelievable. It's because we exchanged favors almost a decade ago. So sometimes the things you do take a very long time to come back. And what will happen is you might plant a seed tomorrow, and if you keep track of your favors. You'll get upset and in six months you'll tell the person, hey, I did something for six months ago, you've never returned the favor. And it'll poison that relationship. But if you have the muscle mindset and you have the karma mindset of, hey, I'm putting favors in the world to eventually pay back, in 10 years that favor might come back and make you a millionaire. So sometimes it takes a really long time for a favor to come back, but the favors that take the longest to come back are worth the most financially. They're the most amazing ones. So now to take this idea of friendship Built on top of that, our concept of favors. Favors are a muscle. We don't expect anything in return. We put as many favors where we can. We want to move into the idea of networking. Networking is really about forming relationships where people want to work with you. Most people work with me because they like me. The fact that I'm very good at what I do and execute and very fast is great. Okay, all of those things are wonderful. But I've worked with people that are very good at their jobs, but their personalities are very abrasive. Or I don't like them. And you don't want to do it. It's not worth it. I don't work with anyone I don't like. 
I've done it a couple of times with people that are really good at what they do and their personalities were terrible and I realize it's not worth it to me. Even if I make a ton of money, I hate the entire experience. So that's how people that are really successful get. Nobody works with people they don't like anymore. You only work with people you don't like when you're trapped in a job, when you're kind of on that track and you're not the boss. When you're working for yourself, you get to choose who you work with. And I learned this experience more and more as I started taking on clients when I was working in the SEO game, working in a local marketing game. And now that I only do private clients and I, you know, I have a very small book of clients that I write books for and do copywriting for and kind of do those projects for and the people I partner with, I have a very small, less than 10 people that I will take projects from because they're people that I like working with. I don't work with people that pressure me or that make me feel bad or that kind of mess around with deals. There's all these things that I look for in the people I partner with. And when you get successful, you don't want to work with people you don't like. Therefore, when you're trying to build yourself up, you have to be someone that people like. The first step is to put as many favors into the world as you can and kind of develop your favor giving skill. The next step beyond that is to become someone memorable. The way I got really successful is I would go to different internet marketing conferences and I would just interact with everyone and kind of put as many favors out there as I could. And depending upon where you are, there's different things that you can do. You know, if you have a little bit of money, maybe you go out with everyone and you pay for like five or 10 people's dinners, okay? Maybe you buy someone a drink, depending on your situation, okay? If you can't afford those things, you don't have to do it. But giving value in different ways first, thinking, hey, I'm going to do a favor for someone or I'm going to do something valuable for them. And there's different ways you can do that depending upon how much further up the tree than, than you someone is. For example, I've mentioned a few times how valuable reviews are to people in my industry and people in our industry. No matter what you're doing online, reviews, testimonials, they're very, very valuable. So even if you have a, small, a local business, right, you run in a local pizzeria, when someone leaves a five-star Yelp review, it matters. It really helps your business because people look at those things. Bad reviews can put a story out of business. It really makes a difference. So if you want to connect with someone, first step, easiest thing to do is review is buy one of their products and leave them a really glowing review. One of the things you can do on Amazon, this is so powerful. I can tell you right now, if you actually do this for one of my books, I'll go nuts. It's so smart and it's so tactical. This stuff works on me. This is what I do to other people. This is why I was talking to a guy today. I was literally talking to a guy today that I'm about to do a huge project with. It's very successful in an area that I want to move into and one of the areas I'm trying to expand into. We met through a friend of a friend that I did a favor for years and years ago. So it was really cool the way networking pays off long term. Okay. So that's how you have a relationship. And he goes, Hey, I'd love to work with, and he named like seven or eight really successful people in internet marketing business, in the teaching how to make money online sector, people that, you know, have millions of customers. And I said, Oh, I know most of those guys. So I know people at the highest echelons and it's all because of how I network. And the thing that work I use to meet those guys is exactly the things that work on me and work on my contemporaries. Video review is worth about 50 regular reviews. And Amazon actually lets you record a video and upload it as part of your reviews for products on Amazon all the time. So if you leave me a five-star review on Amazon for my book, I really appreciate it. I'm going to love it. That's amazing. It's very valuable to me. If you leave a video review and it's got a picture of you and you're holding the book and you're talking about what you loved about the book, well, then a couple of things happen. Number one, Amazon rates those reviews much higher. Number two, that review is going to catch my attention more because video reviews stay on the book page for much longer. 
you know, you see some books on Amazon, they have like five, 10, 12,000 reviews. They have huge numbers of reviews, but the video reviews always get pushed to the top. I don't know what kind of numbers of reviews I'll have. I'm sure I'll have hundreds, but who knows? You know, you can't predict the future. You can't always tell what's going to happen. But I can tell you that when you do a video review, there's going to be very few numbers of it. So I'm going to see it for sure. There's no chance of it slipping through the cracks. Like if I get 20 reviews in one day, maybe I only see 19 of them I'm scanning through. I might miss one. Even though I try and track and kind of see what everyone's saying and see ways I can adjust my books and improve the quality of what I'm creating. I look at those things. But a video review is going to get my attention. And also when you do one of your face, well, then I know what you look like. So if you walked up to me and go, hey, I did the review review on Amazon that was a five-star review. I'm like, oh my gosh, I recognize you. That was amazing. I'm going to give you a lot of time. Okay, this is not me being tactical. I'm not telling you to go out and do that unless you feel inspired to do that. I'm saying that if you do this for anyone else, you, <laughs> there's tons of other guys out there that have books and podcasts and things. You can do the same thing to them. And it will really, really work. When you go to a conference where the person's speaking and you walk up and go, hey, I'm the one that did the video review that's gotten like 700 likes under your book. They're going to go, wow, that was awesome. I don't teach that very often. This is something that I've kind of just wanted to share today. So it's really powerful. I can tell you right now, it's one of the most powerful things you can do. And it costs nothing. It only costs three minutes of your time. You can record it on your webcam. The person knows your face, so they'll recognize you. And also you're tying yourself to someone's brand. So it works on me, it works on anyone else. It's very effective. What you can also do is walk up to me and say, hey, I bought one of your other products. You know, I have my main book, which is I love having people read that. And of course, I have some more extensive products teaching exactly how I do my nonfiction writing, kind of take you step by step of my research process. I have a much larger course explaining my entire process for creating bestsellers on Amazon, everything about creating amazing books, book covers, all my whole process. I do have some extensive courses covering that stuff. A lot of this material from those courses I'm going to share with you throughout these podcasts. But if you walked up to me and said, hey, I went through your nonfiction writing course. It was amazing. I would love to shoot a video with you right now talking about how you're how you helped me write and finish my first novel. If you walked up to me at a conference, and I rarely go to conferences. I'm in negotiations with one of my publishers right now. They want me to go to three or four a year. They want, to spend, they want me to spend three or four weekends a year going to conferences, five-star hotels, all the jazz, and I like don't want to do it. I love where I live. I live on my paradise island. I live on my dream island. And I don't like to leave very often. But I will be going to a conference here and there. So they'll probably talk me to go into two or three a year. I think with, that's how this negotiation will play out. I'm already pretty sure that I'm going to go to a conference in November or December. And I'll probably go to one next January, February in America. So there are a couple of conferences that I'll probably be at. And if you walk up to me and say, hey, I bought this product and here's what it did for me. Can I shoot a video review? It'll be really cool. We're standing next to each other. Hey, this is Jonathan. Here's a real person who went through one of my courses and here's what happened. I'd love to hear that story. And again, this works on other people. This is how I meet amazing people. When you walk up to someone amazing, go, hey, I want to shoot a video testimonial for you. I want to give you some really big value right now. That's awesome. That's the way to open it up. Because most of the time when people approach me or they approach other people. Now, I'll, I know how to approach really successful people. Okay, I know how to walk up to a billionaire and start a conversation. I've done it many times. And I'll be talking to that person. And then I watch people walk up wrong. And most people walk up. And they either ask a question like, hey, I have a really big business question. Hey, can you do this for me? Hey, can you do that for me? Hey, I have a great idea. Are you interested in hearing my idea? They're trying to get, they're trying to take, take, take. And it's exhausting. So instead, be the difference. Be the person who gives first and you'll be remembered. It doesn't take a lot of give to start a relationship. You can walk up to most guys and offer to buy them a drink and they'll give you 10 or 15 minutes of their time because men very rarely receive drinks. 
okay? You can walk up to someone and say, hey, I'm a really big fan. Can I pay for your dinner? I'd love to talk to you for 10 minutes if you have time. If not, I just want to say that you're awesome and I want to pay for your dinner anyways. These little things, okay, that cost, what is that going to cost you? $30, $50, maybe $100 if it's a really nice restaurant? Huge amount of value, okay? Especially if you do it from a place of kindness, not from expectation, but from just wanting to give value first and being nice to someone first that you're a fan of or that their products helped you or that you enjoyed their teaching, that means a lot. People really appreciate when you make them feel nice. So these little things that you can do, that's why I talked about the favor mindset first. So you realize that you're giving without expectation. So I do favors for people all the time. I introduce people to each other all the time. So once you've gone through this first phase where you start meeting a lot of people and you use some of these tactics to get into the circles that have the people that know what you want to know and have the knowledge you want to know and you start giving value, you'll start to know these people and then you just introduce them to each other. I do that all the time. I introduce two people from two different businesses all the time. I say, hey, this person does A, this person does B, you guys should meet. And then I walk away. And because I've introduced them and they make some money together, they learn something from each other, they form a relationship, that's a valuable thing that's the next level. So you can just start off making a lot of contacts and then just introducing people to each other all day long. Introductions are so valuable. Most of my business comes from introductions. Most of the clients that I work with are people that someone else introduced me to. Someone says, they go, hey, we're looking for an amazing writer. And someone goes, oh, you should talk to Jonathan. He's the best writer we know. Little stuff like that is very valuable. And it's how business comes my way. And it's how my relationships form. It's how almost all my partnerships came about. It's from an introduction. This is the beginning of the idea of networking. Just focus on the value of being an amazing friend. Then focus on really learning how to do favors without expectation. Turn favors into a muscle, not something you stress out about. And then use these simple tactics to meet the people you want to meet. And remember, you really have the tools to be very successful now. If you want to get a promotion at work, hang out with everyone you work with and give a lot of value. And then hang out where your boss or your boss's boss goes and give a lot of value to everyone there. And then when your boss shows up, give a lot of value to him that's separate from work. Very simple tactic and very effective. This is the beginning of how to get very successful with networking. So I just want to kind of give you some ideas that you can implement in the short term. And if you want to practice, go to like a rotary meeting or a chamber of commerce. You might have to be members for some of those things, but you can go to these meetup.com. They have all these meetups where people are desperate to meet new people and you can just practice starting new conversations and doing favors for people to see how things work out. I love practicing in situations where it doesn't matter. So I always go to meetups for things I don't care about or things that don't matter. I used to go to all these small business or new entrepreneur meetups where I used to live. And these people always had businesses that I would never want to interact with. You know, they were just starting out. They were really struggling every month to make their bills. And so they would always want to talk to everyone. They always be throwing business cards at each other like crazy. And what's great about that is you're surrounded by people who you don't want anything from. So there's no temptation to demand a favor back and you just give as much value as you can. I used to give tons of free advice about how to build their websites and how to get more traffic and how to find customers for their businesses. And I would never try to sell them my services because I didn't need to. I was doing fine. And that gave me the chance to really practice doing favors where I actually didn't need anything in return from the people. That's why it's great to go to a situation where the people have nothing you need because you can really practice doing favors and knowing they'll never do anything back for you and it's okay. I hope you're really excited about implementing some of the things we've talked about today. If you go out and really tighten up your favor skills and really work on giving value, you can form relationships, alliances, partnerships, you find mentors 
that have amazing value they can bring into your life, all through a little simple networking. To celebrate the launch of the Serve No Master podcast, I'm giving away some epic prizes. You could win an Amazon tap and have me personally turn you into a best-selling author. To win your part of over $20,000 in prizes, go to servenomaster.com backslash contest. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Serve No Master. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss another episode. We'll be back tomorrow with more tips and tactics on how to escape that rat race. Head over to servenomaster.com forward slash podcasts now for your chance to win a free copy of Jonathan's bestseller, Serve No Master. All you have to do is leave a five-star review of this podcast. See you tomorrow.